Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I think there's something wrong with me and you and them. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. But first, I just got a brand new iPhone, and uh, I'm loving the battery life, man. New phone, when the phone, it's like it's like I can do stuff all day long, and it's still at like 85% charge. So awesome. Uh, came across this true or false. You shouldn't charge your phone overnight. Um, this question comes up a lot. I know I wonder about it a lot. Is leaving your phone charged in all night long, it gets to 100% and then it stays charged. Does it ruin your battery? There's like a, I don't know, old wives' tale. Old wives need to mind their own business. Yeah, shut up, old wives. <laughs> Tell your old husband um, whether or not that's a thing. Apple actually recommends, and so does uh, Samsung or somebody, not charging it all night long. I've never understood exactly what the alternative is to that. Because unless I get to the end of the day with a pretty charged phone, like I manage it pretty well. I can't risk my phone dying while I'm asleep because I use it for my alarm clock. Sure. Um, so I have to plug it in. Or unless I'm going to set an alarm to get up in the middle of the night to unplug my phone <laughs> to keep the battery life up, which I'm never going to do. I don't see how I avoid leaving my phone plugged in all night long. Um, but I'll just say this. And they said that that seemed like a good idea. Okay, fine. The New York Times did a thorough investigation on this a while back, and it was the best one I've come across. Guy took a whole bunch of different phones, did all kinds of different things for months, and said it makes no difference. Mm. Charge it a lot. Don't charge it. Keep it between 30 and 70. Keep it on the under half. Keep it over half. Different brands. He said it didn't make any any Run it all the way difference. down. He said yeah. there might have been a little bit of a difference, but not enough to like be the pain in the ass to try to keep track of all this stuff. It just There wasn't, there wasn't enough of a, pay, of a payoff. 
So don't worry about it. It was his advice. Good. Yeah, I remember hearing that. <clears throat> and it's really freed me. Yeah. From from battery guilt. Yeah. Well, it's keeping it between 30 and 70. I'm not going to live my life where I'm constantly trying to do that. No. Anywho, no. enough of that. So I came across this column by Ellen Cushing in The Atlantic, and it's uncharacteristically short for The Atlantic, which their articles usually make Moby Book look like a Mo- Moby Book. I'm reading while I'm talking. <clears throat> Friggin' idiot. <laughs> Stupid, mushed mouth, tongue-tied jackass more no the negative self-talk that's not good it's not good joe don't quit saying that to yourself. quit doing that you moron you stupid piece of sh- i'm not even God, gonna say it on the podcast my kids do that and i'm pretty sure they picked it up from me the and negative self-talk and it's a bad habit and i'm trying to get yeah. them to stop but i need to get them to stop by um well uh, correcting them when they do it so they notice it and modeling better because i just i have a habit of doing that and there's all kinds of research that says it's terrible for you. There's no, Well, there's no advantage to it. But my no. son does that. Man, he'll beat himself up so bad over something minor. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I know. I, and uh, so many of us would never do that to another human being. No, no. And, and not only for compassionate reasons, but, you know, and... Uh, you know, I play a fair amount of golf. I play a fair number of games where you have a partner and... uh the idea that after every bad shot that he hits, you'd berate him? Please, he'd be terrified. He'd fall apart. I mean... God, you suck. Why do you even play? Yeah. You spent all that money on those clubs. Lessons, you can't hit them. And this is the way you play? Imagine saying that to the other guy. But I've heard people say that to themselves. I don't know how yeah. many times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And you expect it to get better, yeah. Or coaches who coach that way. They're terrible. Anyway, uh, let me try again. So I came across this piece in The Atlantic. Uh, Their articles make Moby Book look like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Now they make Moby Dick look like a comic book. Uh, They're so friggin' long, but this one is remarkably restrained. Uh, But the the title, what is the title? Late Stage Pandemic is Messing with Your Brain. And she leads with, uh, she actually said to her boyfriend, what did I used to do on weekends? Like a soap opera amnesiac. I couldn't remember, and he couldn't either. Wow. Since then, I can't stop noticing all the things I'm forgetting. Huh. Sometimes I grasp at a word or a name. Sometimes I walk into the kitchen, find myself bewildered as to why I'm there. And I was thinking, all right, look, you just, you hit 40 or something, sweetheart. <laughs> um. But then I thought, I thought, okay, you're, you're hitting middle age. I don't care. But then she went on to write, uh, other times it's just like someone is taking a chisel to the bedrock of my brain, prying everything loose. I've started keeping a list of questions, remnants of a past life that I now need a beat or two to remember, if I can remember at all. What time do parties end? <laughs> How tall is my boss? What does a bar smell like? Are babies heavy? Does my... Depends. <laughs> Does my dentist have a mustache? Uh, on what street Dust. was that? You wonder if your dentist has a mustache. You can remove that one from the list of questions you need answers to. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I think you'll adjust to the height of your boss pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. But some of this I could relate to. What was the street <laughs> that was sand- nine feet tall or about a foot Whoa. tall? <laughs> you'll be okay. Oh, that's right. My dentist has a Fu Manchu and he- 
has he, the meth stash. He wears a, a leather vest with no shirt under it. Oh, that's, that's right. right. My boss is about the size of a footstool. I'd forgotten. He's got a Hitler stash. <laughs> I can't lift this baby. <laughs> Baby's like a bushel of uranium. What does it weigh? Five hundred pounds? Uh, let's see. On what street was the good sandwich place near work? The one that toasted its bread. Four. How much does a movie popcorn cost? Too much. What do people talk about when they don't have a global disaster to talk about all mm. the time? You have to wear the high heels the whole night. <laughs> it's a funny thing for a woman to say. It's more baffling than distressing most of the time. She seems to think that there's something about pandemic life that has made us less sharp and kind of more hazy about everything. I, when I hear people talk about this stuff, I feel like their pandemic has been different than mine. Mine, mine has yes. not been that much different than my regular life. Aside from a couple of vacations, um, I've been going to work every day and dropping my kid off at school and picking them up, going to the grocery <laughs> store. Pretty much the same thing I was doing before. Whereas yeah. I know I know some people whose lives have been radically different. They were people that went out a lot, traveled a lot, and they've been in their home for a year. Here's a, Here are a couple of for instances. Everywhere I turn, the fog of forgetting has crept in. A friend of mine recently confessed that the morning routine he'd comfortably maintained for a decade, wake up before 7, shower, dress, get on the subway, now feels unimaginable on a literal level. He cannot put himself back there. He can't imagine it. Hmm. Another has forgotten how to tie a tie. A coworker isn't sure her toddler rem- remembers what it's like to go shopping in a store. That's like, funny. I, uh, yeah, how I would have you, never. How have you avoided stores? For, I haven't done. I don't think a single less trip to the grocery store than I would have if there hadn't been COVID. No, I remember in the early, uh, uh, really paranoid days of thinking, "Oh man, do I even want to go there?" But once it, but became I still clear had that, to. I had to have food. Yeah, yeah. How have you avoided going to the store anyway? The comedian Kylie Brakeman made a joke video of herself attempting to recall pre-pandemic life, which I should have grabbed, honestly, for the podcast. Uh, the mania flashing across her face. You know what I miss is like those night restaurants that serve alcohol. What were those called? <laughs> <laughs> and there were those like big men outside who would check your credit card to make sure you were 41. <laughs> <laughs> Big men who would check your credit card to make sure you were 41. <laughs> That's pretty good writing. No, my no. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I have a feeling she's a New Yorker. Mm. Um Yeah, and even if that was your early life, um or the early part of your COVID life, I don't understand why you'd be sticking with that fleeting encounters with somebody isn't going to give it to you anyway you're not going to get it from the shopping cart uh let's see mikey assa a neuroscientist at uc irvine said we're all walking around with some mild cognitive impairment based on everything we know about the brain two of the things that are really good for it are physical activity and novelty a thing that's very bad for it is chronic and perpetual stress Mm. living through a pandemic uh even for those who are doing so in relative comfort, quote, is exposing people to microdoses of unpredictable stress all the time. His research has shown that stress changes the brain regions that control executive functioning, learning, and memory. So, yeah, my life hasn't changed that much, but the 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 
it, it lurks like a cloud, the stress of the COVID. Uh, the sameness wears me out. Definitely the sameness. The, the wow. lack of vacations and, uh, you know, a, a radically different weekend here or there. The sameness I find tiring. Yeah, how about this? The, the very next sentence in the article, uh, article, that stress doesn't necessarily feel like a panic attack or a bender or a sleepless night. Sometimes it feels like nothing at all. It's like a heaviness, like you're waking up to more of the same and it's never going to change. Hmm. Like wading through something thicker than water. I had that feeling a couple months ago. Uh, the fact that the, we can see the finish line now has like reinvigorated me for some reason. Let's see. A psych professor at McGill University in uh, Montreal said there's so much going on. It could be the stress. It could be the grief. could be the boredom. could be the depression. Sounds pretty grim, doesn't it? <laughs> Sean and I were talking the other day for introverts like ourselves. There was a certain amount of the social stuff that I was able to avoid or get out of or never got asked to over the last year that I'm not going to enjoy coming back. I mean, yeah, uh, just not not a lot, but you know, there there are a few kids' birthday parties or a variety of things that I didn't have to do that I'm not looking forward to doing again. But you know, such is life. I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah, and there are some things I know that I am uncomfortable with, but I'm glad they happen. That's most social gatherings to me. Like I, I have this weird. Oh, man, do I really want to do this? It, it, running through my Rolodex, is there an easy excuse for me not to do this? Like, I hate business lunches. Mm-hmm. The fact that we couldn't have them didn't bother me a bit. <laughs> but, we get it over with in a 15-minute Zoom call. But for most of the things, once I actually get to these things and I make eye contact with my first friend or something, I'm, oh, I'm so glad I did this stuff. It's a, it's a weird thing that I constantly have to fight with myself about. Yeah, well, you're in a room full of people like that. so That poor woman who doesn't remember what a baby weighs, that, she's got much... <laughs> I mean, you might accidentally like go to pick one up and hurl it in the air because you expect it to be 60 pounds. Somebody catch it. Right, exactly. You know what I'm going to miss, guys, is that the restrooms are always empty right yep. now. Oh, amen, brother. Huh? Anyway, well, I guess that's it. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.